Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is your bi-weekly source. Well, now now revised to weekly source of gaming news, questions, and impressions from minimap.com.au. I gotta rewrite the uh yeah, thank you, Jeremy. Thanks for fixing that um. in the talk. <laughs> uh, my name is Kerry Palmer. <laughs> Joining me as always is June Williams. Hello. And Jeremy Bratitich. Hello. I hate it when you when you when you go so hard in the formatting in the document. Now there's like background colors and. Uh, da, da, da. How are you, June? Uh, I'm okay. We um we all got snap lockdown locked down again. Yeah, locked down. <laughs> um, and then it was extended again today. So I think everyone has everyone feeling about that extension. Yeah, I think it makes sense. Uh, I think with our case numbers, it makes sense because we've been in we've been in lockdown, really harsh lockdown for a week, and the case numbers aren't going down yet. So I think wait waiting longer is a good plan. I am um, I work in a shopping center, and I worked there today. We're doing click and collects only, so no face to face anything. But it was like going back in time a year to the last time this happened. It was so strange with food courts empty and the barriers are up like right up against our store door and you can't go past and the lights are off down in the corridor and it's so strange. It's just like it's 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 August 2020 all over again. It's so strange. Mm. <laughs> I'm thinking of growing my beard out over the next week. Yeah. No. I was going to shave it today. I was, no. was going to shave it today because it's long-ish and then... I thought, well, I've got another week. I might as well just see how it looks. No. But there's a good chance I'm going to think about streaming. I'm going to just go back to what <laughs> the usual length of it is. It's like, it's not like, you know, like I'm not going to grow like a full beard I feel in like, like a week. But If you want to do that, just do it in like November. And then you have an excuse to have a disgusting beard if it's really disgusting. No, Which will be because don't... beards are disgusting. No. No, but beards Whoa. are specifically a no, like November specifically a mustache thing. You like a beard. Everyone does beard. It was like no shave November or something. It's changed. Everyone does like beards and stuff. Yeah, but that's because Melbourne is like I don't want to get rid of my nice facial hair. Um, <laughs> so like you know, it, I mean like my beard doesn't get full. It'll just like it'll it'll fill out in the face, and then I'll I'll keep the length of it short because the the length is what makes it grow. So I'll just try and get it as full as possible. Jeremy, do you anticipate it becoming something that you would be able to sculpt? I mean, I I can do that already, but like, but not. I don't mean like sculpt the lines on your face. I mean like once it's off your face, like sculpting it like oh, a hedge. You know what I mean? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> I I do not want that. Um, I, I don't think that would look good on me, especially. Um, and I absolutely just don't want that at all, ever. It's well, not, like not a, a thing he- for me. Like a hedge, Kerry. Like, like a, a hedge. hedge. So what you like said. a hedge or an, <laughs> or an ice sculpture. <laughs> hedge clippers and just like go across the the my jawline. I um, as someone who is thoroughly jealous of your full facial hair abilities, I would I would uh, greatly appreciate being able to see what your <laughs> best facial hair efforts are, but. However, it's not my face, so you do it. Do what you please. I had it quite long last last year for for a little while, but it, it eventually became like sad. <laughs> 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 uh, well, if you're not aware, this is the minimap cast. Uh, as I said in the intro, uh, very obviously and uh, um, eloquently, this is a now revised uh, weekly 
format of the podcast so jeremy and i recorded one last week went pretty well it still went for ages <laughs> just the two of sure us did. um but yeah if you enjoy this episode of the podcast or other episodes of the podcast um you can go to miniwap.com.au find other episodes of the podcast uh you could also send us a rating on your podcast service of choice if you like uh we're going to talk about things we've been playing and we're going to talk about questions about different things in the industry and do we have stuff for later on in the section in the segment i'm not sure i don't want to talk about just kind of want to talk a little bit about horizon and sonic okay great i think that's a good idea just and, slightly uh, and uh yeah it's gonna be good uh also just want to say a big thank you to shook for letting us use uh the moog model d improv uh song from oh my god the song from their youtube channel um you can listen to shook at shook.bandcamp.com i don't know what happened to my brain just then um i think that's about it what 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 do we what do we want to start with june what, what do you do want to hear? start yeah i was just gonna say june, what, what i want to hear, hear about, about first? first yeah me as the audience hang on let me let me just check the doc yeah um i want to hear about you guys are you guys for the um for game spoilers, you guys did the occupation, yes. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. I want to hear about a revised a revised review. Uh-huh. Of uh huh. The occupation, please. We'll we'll give you the 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 cliff notes in a way that makes you want to go back and listen to the actual episode. Yes. Yes. Um. So last week and the week before that, we were playing the occupation, which is this little indie game made by White Paper Games, I think. That's correct. Yep. Uh, based in uh, the UK, uh, game came out in 2019, uh, and we played it at the suggestion of the guest of the episode, who is friend of the show, Byron, who's making their first minimap appearance, so it was really good to have them on. Um, and they were very happy to sort of dive deeply into this game, and we went over the discussions of different stuff. It's a very interesting game. I didn't really know what I was expecting um, playing it, it's 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 like a it's a late 1980s but also like future 1980s so it's like they've got some of like today's technology that they wouldn't have had back then because you you're investigating this like super company i don't know it's very like interesting it, it is the, future 1980s is maybe a little bit i, I would say perhaps a step too it, it's still definitely 1987 just with a couple of little extra pieces of tech it's not like yeah a, they've got cctv it, and yeah yeah, yeah. And, and like good like security systems and stuff like that. Culturally um, and political, it's still definitely very 1987 or whatever it's called. Hmm. 1988, whenever that game is out. I think it was 87, yeah. Uh, but the, basically, the way, the way it is, is um, there's this company and it's sort of this company that's building this software that's a bit nefarious and you're not quite sure why. And it's tied up in this big vote that's happened in the UK that's this sort of anti-immigration uh, policy. And you play as a journalist uh, who has some interviews at the company in their in their office building. Except before the interviews, you have about an hour to just hang around. Except as the journalist you are, you're, you're being prompted to find find leads, and so it becomes this investigative journalism stealth immersive sim where you're where the clock is ticking in real time. You've got an hour to find mm. the leads you can which involves printing documents and getting passwords for people's computers and uh, putting files on floppy disks and finding the printer in the other room and 
uh, not getting caught in staff-only areas and stuff like that. In some ways, it kind of plays like a horror game because you're, you're hiding around corners and it gets very tense. Um, and you're trying to follow all these threads. It's um, it's so interesting. So after a few days now, how do you feel about it, Gary? Because I remember you were you were not you were not quite so hot on it. Um, uh, when we were talking about it, you weren't like you know you weren't down on it, but you were just like somewhat tepid. Um, in your in your like of the game. Well, yeah, I I love the design of the game, and I love the concept and um and the some of the implementations, but I I found it quite punishing, and it ended up being that I was just very very bad at this game, and I <laughs> I was very frustrated. Um, it turns out all three of us got uh screwed over by a bug in the final mission where you where the <laughs> like. Uh, security guy caught us like when he shouldn't have like um and just like ended the level for us so it happened to all three of us um it's a bit of a buggy game uh but yeah i felt very thrust into the deep end um with the first level there's so many things you can do and you haven't learned all the mechanics yet and you have to learn them while the clock's ticking um so yeah it was a very i was i was frustrated when i played when i played this game but I'm glad I played it. And you know, I think I think I'll, I will think back on it fondly, but the act of playing it I found very frustrating. <laughs> right, okay. How are you feeling about it, Jeremy? Um I I I quite enjoyed it. Um it's, you know, by no means a perfect game. Um it's it it definitely has its its quirks and things you have to sort of play it by its by its own rules occasionally. Um and sometimes those rules are prone to a little bit of a little bit of bending. Um but I think I think the story is is quite interesting. The the narrative they tell is 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 quite good. Um, I I I think my final thoughts on that game was I I would have liked it to be a little bit longer. Um, because I think I think the 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 three main levels of that game is not quite enough to get into the meat of it. Um, and I would have liked a little bit more to feel like they really fleshed out everything that they, that game could have um shown, and that uh, me asking for a game to be longer is very very rare um mm. so me actually saying that means that like i totally did enjoy what i played and i, I would have liked more um because i felt like it would have fit um a little bit better for if the game had a bit more length to it um but that being said it, it was a quite a small team so i can understand why the the length is what it is um but i think it's definitely worth worth playing worth listening to the episode um it's a it's a fascinating little game not many games like it um no. that i can think mm. of so yeah we we go really in depth into different parts the gameplay and the mechanics and the 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 story and the visuals and um yeah no it's worth the listen but yeah it i think you know you know sort of talk about it, it having more levels the the way it works um uh june is when you when you if you follow a lead through to its conclusion um before this interview that you have in this level it gives you a line of inquiry um in the interview that you can then bring forth evidence to sort of trip your your interviewee up with um and be like oh how about this and oh well you have got this document here it says this and they're like oh where'd you get that oh i guess the oh that changes things that's a and it's this whole thing it's it's very impressive hmm. very hard <laughs> i think i'd only uh, ever heard good things about it which is why i wanted to play it but mm. maybe i was from what you have said it sounds like it's different to what i expected 
I don't really know what I was expecting though. So yeah, I I also didn't really know what I was expecting. <laughs> I, I know that feeling. It it is predominantly a stealth game where you are doing like investigation on leads. So you're like yeah. hacking computers, looking at notes, you know, going through people's files, all that sort of thing. It's it's very stealthy in that regard. Um, hmm. You know, you're you're escaping from the from the guards that are doing patrols and catching your noises and stuff like that. Um, that is that is the maju- that is the majority of the gameplay part of that game. Hmm. So yeah, that's that's the occupation. Yeah, um, yeah. I just wanted to mention it, um, and it's great getting Byron's take on things too, because they've they've played it a number of times now, a number, a number of times, um, and they had a really good grasp of the story that I hadn't quite managed to get, and um, and just a nice uh, sort of reverence for it, which is which is fun to talk to. What's next? Which 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 one are we doing? We've got like three games here, essentially. Hmm. Hmm. What's Warzone? Uh, it's uh, Call of Duty. Um, Call of Duty. Like, so, yeah, so I downloaded Call of Duty Warzone. Um, why? Their Battle Royale. <laughs> Great question. Go. The re- the reason why is because they added um, John McClane from Die Hard and uh, <laughs> and Rambo from Rambo into the game as 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 playable characters. <laughs> um, they know. They really know how to, to get people. Yeah, I just, I just needed to see what that was like. Um, uh, I I certainly got killed by John McClane. I certainly played with John McClane. Um, <laughs> it's it's funny. Like the character model is like mostly really good. I wonder how close it is to to um to Bruce Willis that they don't need to pay for his likeness, but it's close <laughs> enough. Like I I do wonder how they are towing that line. Um, I feel like with um Stallone, he mustn't cost much considering how many Rambo like. <laughs> Like how much Rambo crossover there has been lately in video games, um, so I feel like he's probably a little bit cheaper than than Bruce Willis is. Um, yeah, it it it's you know it's a fucking battle royale. Um, I haven't played Warzone since the beta or the alpha or whatever the first like public test thing was. I never played the game when it came out. Um, that game sure is loud, um, but you know. <laughs> In a in a more than volume thing, there's like there's things happening all the time, and it's busy, and it's like tiring to to consider everything that's happening. There's so many cues and so many so many noises happening whenever something is happening, and there's contracts inside of the game, and there's like a gulag where you can fight other players one v one when you die to get a chance to respawn, and there's money around everywhere to like spend money in in shops to buy gear and upgrades and like killstreak rewards and you can buy respawn it's like there is so much happening all the time and it's Mm. it's like tiring it's it's far too much it is it's there's too much game in this one fucking game (laughs) mode um it's like i don't know it it was like i played like three matches and i like i had to stop because i was just being overwhelmed with with static um (laughs) I don't know. It like I, it there there was a lot of fun being in a helicopter with three other Bruce Willis's. Um, <laughs> I I I was not Bruce Willis because you have to pay for the character, and I didn't want to do that. Um, but like, oh my god, just like being in a helicopter with three other Bruce Willis's was so funny. It's so good. Um, I don't particularly like that game, but that that was a good fun time that I had that I don't really want to have any more time in. Yeah. That's interesting. I, in like footage and stuff I've seen of it, you know, 
it's always that thing you pick up a contract and it's the guitar of like da gong da gong. Uh, you know, every single time you pick up a legendary <laughs> weapon, it goes bam, 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 and then like you're leveling up in the middle of the game, and it's giving you the notifications that you're leveling up in the middle of the game. It's like Sergeant First Private Cock, fuck nuts! Like it's like it's ridiculous. It's so, it's so boy. Gross. Well, someone has to play it, so I'm glad you did. So no one else had to. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Jeremy, and I know the answer. I, I, out, now that I've thought of the question, I've realised the answer because it's you. Yeah. But have you Jeremy. uninstalled it? Uh, not yet. It's it's on it's on my slowest drive. Um, so like it's on a drive I don't. Use. I've got like a I've got like a ten year old two terabyte drive in my computer that I just like long term storage shit that I don't care about on there. It's just sitting on there. Yeah. <laughs> I've got like 800 gigs free on it. If like you know, it'll be first to go, but like I don't, I don't even need the space at the moment. <laughs> Especially since um, something I forgot to write down on the lock, which I'm going to mention very briefly. Um, the latest update from Microsoft Flight Simulator cuts down the file size from 170 gigabyte to 83. Um, so that game is literally within uh, worth my uh, like. So that update was literally worth my time to go in and install because um, I freed up. Um, half the size of that game um, on my C drive, which is on my, my, my very fast NVMe SSD. Um, and how, how often do you play, play the game again? I was going to say, how often do you play a flight simulator? Though? N- not that often, but I, I, I went back in um, for the past couple of days um, and I started redoing all the tutorials again because it's been a while um, and like going through them properly. And like in one of my, in one of my notebooks, um, I began to take notes on things that I need to take uh, keep an eye on while I'm actually flying and cruising and and like rolling and stuff like that. Um, did you know when flying a plane, you're not supposed to roll at more than a thirty degree angle? Um, and on your uh, attitude meter, there is a little uh, thing that lets you. No, it's attitude? actually called an attitude, not the uh, not the altitude meter. Different one, attitude. Um, this one measures uh, the positional direction of the plane. Um, the attitude meter has a little indicator saying where the, there's like little notches and those notches are 10 degrees each and there's a really big notch on the 30 degrees because you're not really supposed to turn more than 30 degrees when turning a plane. So, there you go. Is that because it just falls Pilot. out of the sky? Because if you do, if you turn f- uh, more than 30 degrees, um, then you start to lose like the, the air force that you have to, to keep you up and you, you do start to drop out a little bit. Um, so I also, hang on, where's my note? I took a note about how to um, uh, increase and decrease your height correctly, because um, there is turns out there are rules for these sort of things. Um, you should become a pilot. Are, I would love to become a pilot. I am you terrified can... of flying, but I would love to become a pilot. <laughs> are you really? Uh, like not terrified, terrified, but like I, I like grip the seat every time a plane takes off. You should. Um, Whoa. Um, you like, should. Really you should. You should go up with my dad in the. Planes that he flies, because it's all that shit. Uh, I, tell you I, I don't know it. if I could be in a Cessna yet. That would that would like scare <laughs> the ever loving shit out of me. It's pretty fucking scary. Um, out. Yeah, because it's like that. You move a lot when you're up there, yeah. and like, and it's like you, I, you really I, feel like the air around you. Like it's like like the turbulence is just like constantly. You're just always shaking. Like it's just anyway. Uh-huh. Like I've been on smallish planes, like twenty like 20 seat um like propeller planes um mm. 
because I, I had to take those when we were going from one place to another in New Zealand. Um, and New Zealand is windy. And there was turbulence up the fucking wazoo. <laughs> and the every time we dropped like a foot in the air because of turbulence, my stomach dropped even further. Um, uh, so when rolling into a turn, pull back on the yoke um, because that way you, when you turn, pulling back is actually going to send you further down. So you want to pull back, otherwise um, you will begin to descend. And likewise, when rolling out of a turn, you want to push onto the yoke to make sure that you don't uh, increase your altitude as you're going. Uh, you want to keep your nose three inches above the horizon um, because that is the, uh, the, the, the sweet spot for um, cruising when you have reached the altitude you want to cruise at. Um, and that's as far as I've gone. Wow. Been good fun. I've Very been impressive. taking notes while playing Microsoft Flight Sim. It feels kind of like homework, but in a way that's like kind of like, it's kind of fun. I was going to say, it sounds very studious. <laughs> it is a little bit. I've, I've, been, I've been kind of digging it. Okay, cool. Jeremy does homework, everyone. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> first, time, first time ever. All right, uh, what, now I'll talk about year? Rec Room, Kerry. <laughs> uh, so, Rec Room... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. I'm so ready for this. Yeah, here, here we go, everyone. Okay, so Rec Room, if you're not familiar, everyone, is a predominantly VR, free-to-play game. Uh, it's sort of a social space mixed with a, like a game creation suite a little bit. Like, it's got some yeah, very like rudimentary game. Like Roblox. Yeah, it's got a Roblox feel, I want to say, even though I've never seen a single second of Roblox gameplay or menus. Um but that that thing where you, you there's like games inside of the of the game, you know, that people have made and maps inside of the game that people have made and you all make it within their systems and stuff like that. But what Rec Room is and the reason why we picked it up predominantly is it's a VR social kind of thing to do. And there's things you could do that are made by the developers, like there's a paintball mode and there's like there's some sports, isn't there, Jeremy? Yeah, yeah, there are, like, sports games. There's, like, uh, going through, like, a dungeon with, like, a sword and a shield and cool. bow and yeah. arrow and, so, yeah, like, the, your your standard VR experience, you know, hit things, shoot things, whack things, throw things. Hmm. Except with <laughs> friends. Um, yes. Every person has a dorm, uh, so that's, you know, they've got, like, a bunk bed and then, like, a, a loft with a whiteboard on it that everyone can draw on and uh, a mirror that everyone can, you know, everyone's got a camera they can take photos with and there's finger gestures so you can like point at each other and move your hands around now i don't have vr but rec room is still free to play and you can still download it and it does a very interesting job of allowing uh pc players and it's on phone now too apparently i saw um but allowing pc players to uh interact with the game in a similar way where you can control each of your hands separately for like gestures to like be in the space and be more engaged in sort of role-playing and sort of eliminating that veil of gameplay on top of it um where it can just be you know a lot of the time that was it was it was jeremy and ollie and jane as well because ollie had playstation vr so it's on playstation um so ollie and jane played together in the same room and jeremy was playing in <laughs> vr and i was playing on my computer and we we're all hanging out in jane's dorm and we did the, you know, we we did this for a couple of hours, and at the end, we'd unlock some like food and stuff like that. So we all went back to Jane's dorm, and I I got out our, our my four pack of lattes that I had unlocked, and so I put those on the desk, and someone got a pizza, 
And so we're eating pizza and drinking coffee and we're taking selfies and it was There's really... A, I'm going to... I'm gonna post a photo in in our Discord, but I'm um it's also like I've decided that it's gonna be the the cover photo for this yeah, episode. Yeah, it should be of like the four of us just um, like just like standing <laughs> there. <really> sweet. <laughs> yeah. And, like and we had to like set up the camera and turn on the timer, and we all had to get in position while I'm like in my room with my <laughs> arms out. Um. Uh, Carrie, you are omitting a very important <laughs> part of the story. I'm laying the groundwork. All right. Okay. Good. So, uh, there were a few random games we did, and, like, one of them was this weird, like, survive the vehicle crashes, and it was, it was, it was really, crap. it was really, really weird, and it had this, like, people earned currency, and they could buy the, like, yeet hammer, which just let this person, like, smack people around, so, like, it, they just hung around the server and threw people around, so I blocked them, and you, like, get on cars made out of, like, four planes, and... They drive and you fall out because the collision is crap and you're like, okay, I'm back here. We, we spent a surprising amount of time there. Had a good time with a, with a, a Keanu Reeves. Uh, he was having a good time showing sorry, us... Sorry, that, uh, his correct name, please, Kerry. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, Hugh G. Rection. Um, <laughs> 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 sorry, I did forget that until that exact moment. Yes, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Keanu Reeves, uh, sorry, Hugh G. Rection as dressed up as Keanu Reeves. Yes, yes. Who showed us around and we, we sailed the seas with them and they they were like, oh, come with us. And they gestured and we followed and, and we like gave each other high fives and and that was that was good fun. And so we did that and we did this weird submarine thing and James Sung feel a bit motion sick. So we went back to the main social space for a minute and it was like, oh, yeah, Ollie and Jeremy were like, oh, there's a daily thing. We have to throw a hoop into the basketball hoop because uh, that's a daily challenge. So we all did that. And then we all sort of just hung around and there were more people in here like there's about a, a lot dozen... of kids it's it's it sounds of like young kids. yeah it sounds like a, a kids game to be honest yeah uh, it's it's free it's free to play and it's yeah. like f- friendly it, is it friendly, sounds like yeah. vr uh, chat mix ro- mix with roblox yeah yeah it yeah, is totally i get that that vr chat vibe but without the the weirdness that comes from that awfulness <laughs> um, so we're kind of standing around after throwing basketballs and and th- what happened then was someone someone was like oh check this out check this out and they like jumped on top and we were like oh that's impressive and they were like oh yeah check look at this if i if i jump and then if i jump forward and then i put my headset between my knees it looks like i'm diving forward check this out check this out and they jumped and they and they did and it looked like they were diving forward and we we're like oh wow that's impressive wow and then i started throwing the frisbee to them on top of the thing and ollie and jeremy headed off somewhere else and so i'm like oh this is kind of weird and there's noises playing and someone's playing music over there and then this kid rocks up right this kid just rock just walks up to me doesn't know me from a bar of soap and says do you have any relationship advice <laughs> i'm like uh are you, are you talking to me and he's like yeah do you have any advice for me to ask out someone i'm like uh i also just want to point out this is all over voice chat this is not like a text <laughs> chat. this is vo- this is public voice chat how yeah. how old were they? Do you think? That was my first question. I think so. I said, "Ah, uh, uh, so," and people started gathering around, <laughs> and, and so I'm like, uh, "Uh, so what's what? Yeah, how how old are you?" He's like, "I'm I'm 13." I'm like, "Okay, cool. I mean, that's pretty young, but you know, uh, what's 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 the go? What tell me tell me more?" He's like, "Oh, this is put this 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 girl I like, and I and I wanted to like, um, let her know that I like her." So I thought I would, like, give her a couple of gifts. And, like, one of the gifts 
could I th- I was gonna have it say Fortnite Big Chungus, and then the other it's just totally straight faced, and I'm just standing there just trying so hard not to laugh. It wasn't a joke. <laughs> it wasn't a joke. It was That's meant how as a kids joke. Are. The the yes. gift was yes. it was meant to be memey and a bit like silly and like oh haha why would you do that oh I guess it was a bit of a joke very thirteen year old trying to get someone's attention kind of a way that's just what kids do these days <laughs> that's just how they are and so oh yeah I was gonna give I was gonna give her this gift that was that said big chungus like like as a joke I'm like okay. And then under, like, after that, a, another gift, or maybe underneath that one that's that told her how I felt. And it'd sort of be like, sort of let, like, get in and be like, ha-ha with the joke, and then be, like, a bit more serious. And I'm like, okay. And <laughs> I had to I had to ask, I was like, what what is the, the purpose of, of, of giving her the big chungus? <laughs> and I'm I am just off. So it, there's a circle of people now. There's about five or six people, just gathered around, and I'm there, and I'm just silent. I'm just like looking at them both, like going because like I'm I'm just so fascinated by how the story was going, and I did not want to, I did not want to sully. You, you didn't want to break the conversations. spell. I did not want to break the spell. I was so 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 determined to let this play out in whatever way it was going to happen, and it was. It was so surreal. It was so, so funny. I was standing there and we're, we're talking a bit more and some of, I'm, I'm foggy on some of the details and I, I'm standing there and it's, it's proximity chat as well. So people who are further away, uh, you hear distantly. And at some point, I just hear in the distance, Jeremy's walked away and I just hear, hey, Ollie, you should come and look at this. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy goes and gets Ollie to come and watch. <laughs> and it's in VR, so I'm like waving him over. I'm like, come look at this. <laughs> <laughs> and so... You know, we're talking about this and someone someone who's like listening prints like a note and it says like and then puts it in a gift box and then gives it to the person that says Fortnite Big Chungus on it. And he's like chuffed oh, about really it. Cute. He's like, Oh, who gave you that? So oh that's funny. so that's so That's oh, really wow. sweet. <laughs> that, that was like a genuinely really funny because like the <laughs> gift just appeared in front of him and he was like, yeah. Oh, a gift and he opens it and it just pops up Fortnite like the words <laughs> Fortnite Big in front of him and like everybody that was around there started laughing because it was like such a legitimately perfectly timed very very funny joke yeah yeah and we were what all was like, your advice in the end i was like oh so the thing with this I, I would say would you consider maybe doing the Fortnite gift as a single gift and then potentially leaving it for a period of time and not following up very immediately with the more serious question maybe do the <laughs> Fortnite big chungus one day <laughs> and then maybe in a week <laughs> and then maybe in a week say something like oh hey this is how i feel about you and he was like oh yeah yeah okay and i don't think he really got it because he was like yeah maybe i do the gift and then i give her a second gift like like after that i'm like yeah a like a week after yes yeah. mm. i'm like so i don't know how that went and they were like what do you do you have any advice for if like because i'm not really sure what would happen if i ask and and it goes badly. I'm like, okay, well, look, uh, you know, if it goes, if it goes, if you ask and and you and you're being, <laughs> they were like, yeah, you have any advice? I'm like, be yourself, be a nice person, uh, you know, be be genuine. Because if you if you're being genuine and you ask someone if they want to spend more time with you or and they're kind of mean about it, then uh, then maybe you don't want to be with that person. And they were like, oh yeah, okay, kind of. 
And Sam, I'm also getting messages. Sam went to bed, but Sam's like listening from the bedroom and like sending me messages like, oh my God, we were that young and stuff like that. <laughs> um, and then the other thing is like, oh, what do I do if, if she says no? I'm like, oh, you know, just if she says no, then that's okay. Just take her word for it. Don't like push on it. Don't try to push forward and like, like giving like kind oh of like really God. adult relationship advice because that's all I've got. <laughs> And I don't think any of it sunk in, but it was just so surreal. And that person was like, okay, okay. And the group sort of dispersed. And the kid was like, oh, I got to, my mom's asking me to do something. But I was like, okay, I might not be here when you get back. He's like, oh, okay, okay. And then sort of put his headset down and his body character like melted into itself. Yeah. And after that, and there's like music playing. And I like walked around a little bit to see what everyone else was up to. And then I took myself off to a quiet area in the room and I sat down in the chair and I was like, oh, I just need a minute. <laughs> And Jeremy's walking around, he's like, oh, hi, Kerry. I'm like, hi. I'm so <laughs> confused and disoriented. <laughs> I found you in, like, another part of the area sitting on, like, a sofa. And I felt like I'd walked into a room and somebody that I didn't know I knew was at an event. And I was like, oh, hey, I didn't know you were here. Like, you just hanging out in this quiet area? Like, I, just, I felt like I was at a fucking PAX and I bumped into somebody who I didn't know was going to be a PAX. Yeah, on, like, the third floor of the, like, other convention yeah. center. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. And I'm just, I'm just sitting there like, hi. <laughs> like, rethinking my whole life. Did Jeremy, did I sell the situation? Are there any details I missed? That was that was basically the gist of it. Um, it was, it was just like just phenomenal to watch, just absolutely wonderful to witness. Um, the video games just, are good, actually. It was so yeah. unique. It was so organic, um, and it was just it was just stunning. It was just absolutely great. That's so sweet. It mm-hmm. absolutely floored me, and you know, I thought about it afterwards. I was like. What are the chances this kid picks the twenty-six-year-old with who's who's in a relationship that's been going for ten plus years? Yes. <laughs> Where he picks some <laughs> random person out of a crowd in a VR chat game for relationship <laughs> advice. Oh my god. Oh, it was just so strange, and I just did not know what to do with myself. <laughs> anyway, then we played paintball after that, and it was good. Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna play? You think you're gonna play it again? Uh, yeah, we, we might jump in again. Okay. Yeah, I want to play some more of the the ones that the the dev team actually made because the 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 community made ones were ambitious and uh, I'm glad they were there, but also I didn't want to spend much time in them. There was this like yeah. hungry pumpkin takeout thing uh. we did where you like walk into a into a fast food restaurant. You have to go behind the counter to like the the kitchen, and then a hungry pumpkin walks in and says a voice line at you like, "I'm hungry, give me the soda," and then you have to find the soda and put it on the plate, but it was broken. And I think you have to like cook patties and like fake fish and. Yeah, there was a lot of like we we did like a couple of random like community made stuff, and a lot of it just like the quality control is quite low, and there's not a lot of like like most of them didn't work um and when they did they were like pretty glitchy and i was like i was the one that was steering it at that point and i was going through like the like highest on trending inside of the stuff because i was like well i just want to see what's the most like popular community stuff at the moment and like none of them really worked um the the actual like 
the the actual stuff made by the people who made Rec Room is is genuinely quite good. Um, yeah. I, I I have played it with Ollie in the past, and it was it was a lot of fun. Cool. We did this. Uh, there was this one that was this like underwater mystery map, and you start in this cave and you go to the submarine, and that's when it opens the next level. Honestly, it was very impressive, and there was like a merchant mm. who like had a voice who had like a you know text above their screen, and then someone else who was like, "Oh, save my mom" or something like that. But the the way they spoke was just like and then the person with like the high pitch voice is like it was very good it's very silly like i said it was very ambitious for most of these are going to have been made like by kids yeah yeah and honestly they some of them, some of the stuff that they'd done, like some of the animation stuff they'd done, was better than anything I'd done animating-wise when we were doing mm. game design stuff. So, good, mm. having good on them, um, but yeah, bit rough. <laughs> yeah. A wonderful way to hang out, though. Yes. Uh, All right. That le- that leaves only one. Yeah, get into it then. Kerry, what did we play? You and I played through the, the entirety of the campaign of Halo 3 ODST, which is has been spoken about before, is Jeremy's favorite Halo game? Yes. And yes, maybe one of Jeremy's favorite games? Yeah, I I would I would go so far as to say that. Maybe my first maybe my favorite first person shooter. Interesting. And one of your early games is important to point out. One of the games that like you got early and like really dug deep into a bit. Yeah, well, it was it was the game that when I bought my Xbox 360, this was the game that it came with. Um, right. So that was way back in 2009 or so. Right, when you were four years that. old. It's just, it's so, that's, you, I mean, you would have been older than the person I was giving relationship advice to, so I don't feel too bad about it. Um, probably, I mean, like, it's probably worth more on him than it is on me at this point. <laughs> So, yeah, we played it, I don't know, like, RDST and Halo 4 have come out months ago on the Master Chief Collection on PC, months mm. ago now. We just never got around to it. Um, we went through 3 a while ago, we were talking about a new Halo game every week, it felt like, um, leading up to 3. But RDST, we kind of slept on for a while, and Jeremy was like, we should play RDST, and I'm like, eh. Anyway, so we, we got into it. Um, this game is... It's it's a it's 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 an anomaly in the Halo series. It's it's a it's a side yeah. story. It's a it's a like an expand alone kind of feeling, but it's very different tonally. You're playing. You're not playing as a Spartan, so you're not playing as the super soldiers. You're playing as well trained soldiers, but you're not like super serum, seven foot, you know, uh, stolen yeah. as a child you're, from you're birth re- to become regular the super humans. Soldier. Exactly. Yeah. Um, orbital dropship troopers. So you're you're drop, like drop shock, drop shock troopers. Pardon me. You're like you're like the Titans in Titanfall, except you're a human, and then you're just a human on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Um, you fall out of the sky, and the whole thing with this is you you play as the rookie, who's some new faceless guy in this squad, and the squad gets separated um, as you land into an area that you see in the previous Halo games at the start of Halo Two. Um, and it's all about you piecing together what happened to your squad uh, through flashbacks where you play through each of the squad members 
and then the rookie sort of piecing it together and finding them and and sort of finishing the mission and extracting out of this um now covenant occupied city um so you have way less health uh you're, you're way more vulnerable you have silenced weapons which is an only time that has happened in the series yeah as far as i can think of yeah uh, maybe in the new ones, but at least in the core games, at least in the, the Bungie not, games. Not even that I could think of in the new ones. And the new ones right. are just Spartans, so you're just going loud. Yep. Um, it's just very different. And I think uh, the, the the thing that, that got me the most, and it's this, it's, a, it's, a, it's something I had experienced before differently because of how foundational a moment it is. But after you do the... So you play as the rookie and you walk around and you sort of learn the map a bit. And you're trying not to be caught and you find this like beacon that takes you to someone's helmet, one of your squad mates helmet. And it's like, oh, what happened to this person? We don't really know. It takes you to the flashback. And then when you do that mission of the flashback of that particular character, you go back to the rookie and there's a new beacon to follow. But after that mission, this song starts and it's called Rain, which is the main theme of ODST. I think this particular version is called Deference to Darkness or Deference for Darkness. Uh, yeah, I believe it's four. Four darkness. That's right. Deference four darkness, and we're walking around, and you know when you think of Halo, you know you think of the 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 choral menu music, and then the da 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 da. You know all this epic, really epic, um, music that fits the scale and uh pace of the main games, where it's like save the world. You know, it's a big deal. And this yeah. is just you're 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 some relatively normal humans in comparison in this world, just trying to get out and survive. And this song starts playing, and it's melancholic because this the city's been, uh, it's been invaded and it's being occupied by an alien force, and it's the start of the alien invasion of Earth. And you're alone and you're vulnerable. And this music starts playing with the strings and the this beautiful solo saxophone on top. It's absolutely gorgeous. Like it it was it, it, it floored me while we were playing it. I was like, oh my god, this is beautiful. Like this is so much more beautiful than it needed to be. Like it 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 really hit me. Um and I know it's one that's resonated with other people because it's it's one of the ones that you see so many covers for, and now I understand why. Um and it really speaks to the pace and the, the, the tone of this game. And I just, from that moment on, I was really bought into it. it it's a pretty short game. It's got Nathan Fillion in it. This is his debut. And it's got his face model in it, which was a big deal at the time. And <laughs> a bunch of other people from Firefly, including someone I don't want to mention. And uh, Nolan North, who plays a black character, which is great. Um, yeah. But, like, the... The, the structure of the game where it's that go through the occupied city, do the flashback where it's a bit more bombastic, go through the occupied city, keeps keeps it keeps you moving really well and means there's no lulls and um, means it could be kind of fragmented, but it all kind of comes together at the end. Um, it was really good. It was so concise. It was such a concise mm. Halo experience. Um, yes. But I, I really liked it, and I'm gonna be. It, it's the 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 true test of a video game soundtrack is if it wants me, if it makes me want to get my instruments out and learn the song. 
because <laughs> I don't do that for nearly anything these days. Last thing I did that for was Final Fantasy VII last year. Um, and I haven't touched my instrument since, and I want to I wanna get my saxophone out, and I want to learn this song, and I want to play it. <laughs> yeah, it's like... It, it was it was fun playing it again because um, I haven't played it since uh, since before it came out on PC. Um, I like I dabbled a little bit, you know, when it first came to PC because I was like, yeah, hey, I love this game. I'm gonna jump in and just like do a level or two. Um, but it was Maybe fun when it going came to when when it came to Xbox. Um, yeah, it must Xbox have been One. then because I, I I had already yeah I had already got achievements in it if I completed the game. So it would have been when that when they first came to Xbox One uh, a few years ago. Um, it, it, it was fun playing it through again with somebody who'd never played it um, mm. because I got to like go through those beats with you for the first time um, because you were like experiencing that story for the first time and and learning those characters and I think I think it does a lot of very unique things um, obviously like the the there's like the main levels and there's the interstitial levels that Kerry mentioned which are the you w- walking as the rookie as, as the main character the, those levels or the almost interstitial parts um, which is really interesting um, because it is the the majority of the game is you playing as the rookie going in between uh, places. Um, but the, the the layout of the city and the, the feeling of being in that city, because you are alone. There are no... When you're playing as the rookie and you are finding out the clues to what happened to your squad, um, you never see any other human um, throughout the entire thing until, until the very end. Um, when the story actually continues and that's a very different thing for halo which is all about you know like master chief's interaction with other marines and obviously other marines in halo are like inspired by spartans because like the uh, inside of the halo universe they have a mythos ab- around them and they have like a legend and for example in in the halo lore um spartans never are reported um spartans are never killed they are only ever reported as missing in action um even if they are, even if they are certainly dead, um, <laughs> officially according to like the in-game like uh, powers that be, they never report them as KIA. It's always MIA, um, because in the past Spartans have come out of miraculous situations well after everyone thought they were dead, so they they sort of use that as advice. Um, whereas in in this, you feel weak, um, like you take hits and you will lose health far quicker than you do as a Spartan. Um, and it's it's very, it's it 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 does feel isolated. Um, Carrie, I'm curious if you go back and play it, play more of it. Um, I'm curious how you'll feel about playing it actually alone, because obviously we're playing in the same thing and we're co-op. But you don't feel quite as isolated. But um, when you play it alone and you have no other person talking and it's just like you and the music and the beeping of your suit and the the city guiding you through itself, um, which is fascinating as well. It, it's it's really, really interesting. Um, the city itself is basically the secondary character of the game because one, it actually is controlled by an, by an AI and has very limited but um, still informative interactions with you. Um, but like the, it's, 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 a, it's a very small city, but it's quite dense. And there's a lot of tunnels and buildings you can go in and buildings you can't go in and, um, you really feel like you understand the larger layout of it by the time you get through the entire game because you sort of like centipede all over it as you're going through this game. Um, and they really they really bring out that city's character um, throughout those story missions um, in a way that I think is really, 
really interesting. I think that's definitely something that I lost by playing it with you. I, I, I yeah. if you dumped me into the middle of that city right now, I wouldn't be able to tell you where I was. Um, like oh no! I, like I'm not saying that like I can look at a city block and know exactly where it is in the city. No, I know what you mean, but, but I, I feel like I, I'm going to have next to no familiarity with it. Like, like those interstitial sections left next to no impression on me, except for the music, honestly. Um, yeah. And probably because it was the the two of us, we weren't alone. Um, it wasn't that problem of trying to find your squad alone. Because neither of us were ever <laughs> when we played yep. through. So I, I, I would probably, you know, I might go back and play an hour or two um, and really get that feeling, I think, because I think it's quite, it's a cornerstone of that story, but also that experience. Um, I, and I think it's also, Bungie were testing a lot of things in there. Um, this game is like open world light um, or open world adjacent, kind of. Like hmm. you just have this city to walk around in. Um you know, you have waypoints and stuff, and at the beginning of the game, it is sort of uh, guided and a little bit cut off to tunnel you through to the right areas. Um, but as the game pr goes on, those barriers disappear further and further until you get the entire city. Um, and Halo Infinite's going to be an open world game um, with a map. Um, and the only time they've ever done that was in um, ODST. Mm. So I think I think what they were doing with that is they were really testing, like, what can we do with this formula? How can we change it up? How can we do some interesting things in a project that is not going to be, you know, the most important Halo that people are going to look at it and hate? Um, but how could we do something that's different and try and make something special out of it? Mm. I think they did a great job. Yeah, it, it mm. got to be much more than I thought it did. It would, rather. It's the Uncharted Lost Legacy of the Halo series. <laughs> I think it's definitely if I was able to play a Halo game, it would. This I'd choose this one probably. By what I've heard, from Jeremy, mm. Mm. <laughs> and also you now, Carrie. It's it's. <laughs> it's definitely the most human. Um, three three and two are extraordinarily bombastic, um, and that's fun and it's got its place because they 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 have fun with that and they tow that line really well throughout that game where like he'll do dumb, intense, stupid shit, but like it'll still feel sick and it won't feel like incredibly stupid. Um, whereas ODST, it's like, you know, some of the highlights of that game is like having just like being like fighting with your backs against this wall in an area that you've just ne never quite been in before. Um, but mm -hmm. it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, you've done this incredible, amazing thing. It's like you barely escaped. And mm. sometimes like you like took some hits while you were doing it. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's very interesting thinking of the the the, the bungee Halo games where you know they did one, they did two, they did three, and then they did ODST, and then they did Reach. Two drastically yeah. different entries to the series that are really well liked for different reasons. Um, mm -hmm. And then they were gone. Then they were done. <laughs> um, it's really interesting. You played now every bungee Halo game. I have. I have. They're all quite excellent. I'm so so curious to play four. And five. Uh, five is going to be much more difficult to play, but I'm so curious to get to four because <laughs> people don't like it. <laughs> nope, I sure don't. Uh, yeah, that that's all. That's all we've been playing. Um, uh, yeah, we'll do some question corner stuff, and then yeah, we'll talk over some some of the news announcements that happened over the last uh, week or so. Um, Jude, what's the question for the week? What's your favorite mini game in a game? What's your favorite game mini game? What's your mm. favorite mini game? Mm. 
Um, so like a Mario you can answer, you can answer either a... either one of those. Yeah. Oh, you can choose yeah, any of those questions. <laughs> June's questions corner. <laughs> uh, great. Have a think, everyone. We will too, and uh... we'll be right back. Thinking, I'm thinking of my reintro, so right, I, don't, yeah. I don't fuck it up again. Welcome back to. The... You wouldn't want to fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's staying in. Well, <laughs> you, I was going to do so well for this one. Uh, welcome back to the media podcast. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, Wow, you really, you really, you really messed me. I can't believe you'd fuck me like this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Hang on. All right, everyone, wind, wind it back. Okay, here we go. I wasn't Welcome following. back to the mini map cast. We've had a break. We've had a think no, about. No, the no, 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 no. This doesn't work like that. <laughs> this doesn't work like and that. I'm glad that we've all had some time to think about the answer to the question. Um, June, what was that question again? Just so we June, can get a really no. quick refresher of what it was. What's Welcome your favorite mini game in an, in another game? Favorite mini game in a another game. Um yes. we we've all had a think, we've all got some answers. Um who would like to go first? Kerry, June? Kerry, you go first. <laughs> you cut me off. How dare you. Um so, who owned Super Mario 64 DS? Oh, I did. I, I did, yeah. Yeah? Mm. Yeah? So, you know how you had the four characters in that game and all of the characters had their own minigames associated with them? Jeremy, did you remember what MFG stands for? Well done. <laughs> Was it Mario related? Yes. <laughs> Jeremy wrote himself an obscure acronym to as, as an answer for this game, but like last week... Well, like two weeks ago, and he only just remembered it, and he's very excited. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Mario sixty four DS had all of these mini games that you'd unlock by catching bunnies. I think in yes. the in the main world, um, in the overworld, as the different characters, and some would only spawn for different people and uh, the different characters. So what, it was Mario, Yoshi, Luigi, and Wario, and the different characters had different variations of mini games. Like a lot of Luigi's, almost all of Luigi's, I think, were all the the card-based like poker casino games um and mario's more simple i don't remember too much what was different about yoshi's and warriors but they were different in different ways as well or sometimes they were just like more um yeah i played so many of those games i because what i must have been nine when i had that thing and i got that on i got that on launch a launch game that i got with the launch system that i got on launch i was very fortunate as a young child um I'm trying to think of my favorite favorite games. There was the Wanted mini game where they give you mm-hmm. the like four faces and you've got to find the right one out of the four characters I just outlined before. Um, and the first one's really easy because it's just one one of each of the characters in a square and you pick the one that you need to pick. And then after that, it gets harder and harder. And then the, the, the faces start to move. And there's always only one of the one you need to find. And it starts to become that they're lost in a sea of shifting Mario and Wario and Yoshi and Luigi faces, and they and they and they're like, 
there's like a distinct pattern with one of them and they go like slightly off pattern and like a bit faster and you got you got to find it and for everyone you find it adds five to your timer and um as they get harder obviously it takes more time so you want to find them as fast as you can early on so you've got more time and then it like resets and it gets harder and i played that one a lot i played the trampoline one where you've got to like bounce mario on the trampoline and you draw the trampolines at the bottom and uh that was where i learned texas hold'em <laughs> which is not great <laughs> but <laughs> like we a good bit of texas hold'em thank you mario uh, that's why that's that great. game was rated PG because <laughs> of gambling references. Or <laughs> oh something. my god, it so was. Um, that's hilarious. And oh, and the other one in there was the one where you like press press on the like grid of like it looked like ancient tablets, and when you press on it, it like flips all the colors, like inverts all the colors, and you have to like match the thing in the right number of moves, and it's like a little flip puzzle. I loved all of those. Um, the other minigame I've got here is from Mass Effect 2. There's this weird thing they get you to do in Mass Effect 2, which is mine for, like, resources. You go, you, like, fly around solar systems, and when you arrive to a solar system, there's, like, six planets, let's say, and only one or two of them might have a mission where you, like, when you when you scan with your beacons, you that then takes you to a mission on the ground. Whereas a lot of the other ones, when you scan with the beacons, it points you towards minerals, and then when you find it, you get the minerals. I have spent hours and hours scanning every planet in that game <laughs> to the um to the the menu music of the galaxy map, the blum 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 and just scanning. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> I don't know why. I just I have such fond memories of that of that mini game. It's not even a mini. It's so weird to call even call it that. It's just I spent that much time in it that I I think of it as that. It's totally non-essential. You can miss it. You can pass it by if you want, or you can scan every planet like I did. <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> um, just you wait. <laughs> June, what are yours? Um, I've got two Pokemon shoutouts. One is Puffin making. I love Puffin making. Do you remember how to do that? Oh, in Gen Four. Yeah, where you, the, you that's get the, the one you like. You've got to use the stylus. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and you put different berries in, and you have to do it at different speeds and not do it too fast, but also mm. keep doing it when it tells you to go faster. And the the burner has to be on a certain heat and stuff. Um, but then also, yeah, um, I remember that it was. That was really fun. Yep. And you'd get different ones. And I used to do the competitions, the beauty pageants a lot. So, like, you use them all the time. Yeah. But um, also mining for gems in the underground in um, Gen 4. Yes, well. hell yeah. yeah. Um, and also yeah, the oh, capture yeah, was, the... F- yeah. I've spoken yeah. about it before because I, I like it a lot. But, like, um, the capture the flag and stuff in the underground of, of that gem. Um, but I think mining mining for gems yep. was probably the best part about that. Um, and you had to do yes, it within yes, like it a certain really number fun. of taps, otherwise it would all collapse and you'd get like different... It was mm. like, it was gambling, right? Basically. Because like, you wouldn't yeah. know where... It was like, you wouldn't know where the big ones were, but then you had to tap them anyway. And then my other idea... I'm not even sure if it's a minigame, but it comes to mind is I, and I spoke about it last time I think 
but um the fish the fish head chopping in Edith Finch um what remains of Edith oh, Finch yeah, and yeah, like yeah. you're playing <laughs> <laughs> and I I really like that um that distinction that that yeah I guess that that separation between like something really disgusting and gross and dangerous while you're also playing like a save the princess like really uh, light and and um sweet mini game at the same time as you're also trying to chop the heads off fish in like this guillotine and you're yep. like you're also really nervous about getting your fingers caught because you're wrapped up in this other mini game at the same time um and i, I that i liked that a lot too um yeah jeremy yeah that cool. that that sequence is absolutely fascinating hmm so uh, I had so I had some backup ones. I'll go over those very very briefly. Um, a lot of great ones from Ratchet and Clank. I remember doing um, mostly hacking puzzles for the most part. I but, hate um, hacking I puzzles. Loved. I hate hacking. So, so like uh, some of them were cool. I I liked the ones where there's the sphere and you have to go through the the lines no. in the sphere to find out where that one. That was good fun. Um, yeah. However, the best Ratchet and Clank mini game is undoubtedly the Quark vid comics which were tiny uh, little arcade levels where you played as Captain Quark and you had like a little blaster and you just like <laughs> went through a mission but it was all backstory and all voice acted very sillily and um, I remember enjoying those quite a bit. Can I um, jump in on those just briefly? Yeah absolutely. There was this old walkthroughs website I think it was called PlayStation Notebook and they they gave you walkthroughs for all the Ratchet games they were one of the first walkthroughs I found for them and mm-hmm. I was trying to find all the gold bolts for Ratchet and Clank 3, and the only one I couldn't find was um, if you collected all of the currency in the in the Quark minigames, you got the gold bolt for that one. And yep. there was one Quark <laughs> cartridge that I could never find all the things for, and that guide didn't have any... It didn't have a sufficient enough uh, walkthrough for it, but I didn't know where to find any other guide, so I just kept loading it up. And then, like, walking over to the computer and checking this guide that just didn't have the information I needed. I did it over <laughs> and over trying to find those Quark tokens. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Uh, that's that's great. Um, the one that I remembered, I have an acronym in the doc. It is MFG. That stands for Mario Face Game. Um, and what I actually was talking about is in Mario Odyssey there are multiple puzzles where you get the different objects of um, a Goomba and I think a Mario face as well and they all <laughs> scatter to the side and you have to create to the best of your memory what the Goomba face looks like <laughs> by moving the objects over onto the onto the silhouette of the Goomba and that includes so the right eyebrows the right eyes the right mouth uh, if there's a nose um, and it is so difficult to remember by memory what a goomba looks like um, yeah. but i remember loving that that puzzle in mario odyssey mario odyssey is full of great puzzles like that mm. um but that was one that i specifically remember going that was so fun <laughs> do you remember the 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 remote control car back and forth you and you and oh, ollie and reese great. and i and people on twitter yep. had that was that was a good yep. time that was a good mini game time that was fun because I kept on expanding into more normal people, people, some, some, like a few people that I didn't even know. Yeah. Um, we were just like, we would just keep cutting down the time on, uh, there was like this RC just like car race where you could just go around and you have to just get the, the quickest lap time. Um, and it was super basic. 
and we just kept on tweeting at each other like, oh, okay, this is better, this is better, this is better, this is better, which reminds me of the speedrunning in oh, Astro's Astrobot Astro's Playroom. Yep. Um, that 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 we were doing for a little while. Um, that was that was very fun as well. Mm. Um, especially because I remember once I was absolutely plastered. I was drunk as fuck with my housemates and we were playing something on the on the on the PlayStation and we weren't paying attention to what was on the TV. I was just playing dumb shit. And then I get a notification saying, Kerry beat your bit your time in Astro's playroom and I was like, No he didn't. <laughs> so I launched the button and it threw me right immediately to the level, which was amazing by the way. Um and I just went for it while I was dr- and I'm like glassy eyed looking at like the TV trying to beat your score and my housemates started getting into it and we started like taking in turns trying to beat your beat your your time and we kept on going back and forth that night as well we hadn't messaged each other i think at that point yeah we were just doing it back and well, forth you sent me a message that was like carrie you can't do this i'm so drunk <laughs> uh, okay so i was messaging i don't remember that um yeah i was like i was so determined that night to beat your high score in that um, I, don't, I don't know if you did that time or if you got to it later I did either. yeah, yeah. Oh, time trials. Yeah, they're good fun. Minigames are great. There's so many. And like, you know, I, no Mario Party games come to mind, but I do have fond memories of Mario Party. Uh, I think it's a testament to the mediocre quality of all the mi- minigames that they don't stand out. But I do appreciate the, the, the part they play in every game of M- Mario Party. I'm going to sh- give a shout out to Nintendo Land also. Having oh, very dude. solid mini games, yes. good like ones. Luigi's there, yeah. the Luigi's Mansion, the ghost hunting one, it's always really good, and the Animal Crossing mm-hmm. one in that game as well. Just go tos on the Wii mm. U. Every time we uh, played that at Ollie's, we always did the the toad chase one, where it's like you got the three or four toads, and then the 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 one is it Mario? I don't know. You've got the the up the, the fifth toad who's got the gamepad who can see a bit more, and yeah, yeah. The four toads have to coordinate. They'd be like, "Oh, they're over in in the blue section," and they're like, "Oh no, I'm not." And they can like dash and get out of the way. It's like, "Get them!" That you know, that one. Yeah, that one is so refined and pure. It's a uh, very good. Yeah, no, Nintendo mm-hmm. Land is uh It's gonna be lost, lost to time. Um, oh no. On the Wii U, but it was a it's a decent experience. A really good, really good game. Really great party. That games. and that and Wario, where watch watching what Wario, oh, Wario or whatever so that is. Good. Yeah. Um, but the Wii U one specifically because I had the really good Game Pictionary. and Wario, Game and Wario, yeah. And I had um, yeah, the really good, a really good Pictionary that was always really fun, and um, like a like a toss, toss. It was called like Fronks or something. You toss them. Um. Oh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you want you want next Fortnite's next week's next Fortnite's question? Yes, please, June. absolutely. Next, next, <laughs> the next question is: uh, What's your favorite? <laughs> what's your favorite Guitar Hero memory or moment that you would like to retell? Mm. Yeah, this was this was because we were talking about Guitar Hero like a few weeks ago, and I think we just got, I, we just kind of got stuck on the idea of doing something Guitar Hero related because we we just each started talking about guitar hero so much i was like we should we should do something where we get really into this <laughs> yeah um 
Great. Well, Jeremy, uh, what do you sort of want to over the over the last week? Uh, there's been a few announcements, many of which you reacted to on your Twitch channel, um, which I watched watched yeah. back later, which was quite good. Uh, but what uh, what do you want to what do you want to talk about about them, and what are we going to say? Uh, just mostly like, um, so Kerry, you've seen it at least via me, um, but the the Horizon Forbidden West. Forbidden West? It's Forbidden West? Okay, right, cool. I still <laughs> don't... I, I'm not going to internal. I'm never going to internalize the name of that game. <laughs> I'm never once going to remember that it's Horizon Forbidden West instead of Horizon Forbidden Wilds, which is what I keep calling it for some reason. Um, anyway, for Horizon, the new one, um, had, a, had, a, <laughs> had a showing off, um, a gameplay reveal recently. Um that game looks real fucking good. June, have you? Did you get a chance to watch it? It's just no. like, you you know how good that first game looks. Yeah. Fuck! It's just it's just so unbelievably stunning looking. Um, Very excited to see what it's gonna look like, like on PS Five. Oh mm. my god! It just looks amazing. Um, the the density of that world is just through the roof. Everything feels so grown and so. It's it's nice to see some some actual like proper PS5 games come out, which is funny because it's also still a PS4 game. Um, I don't know how that game is going to look comparatively between the two. I'm very curious to see how that's going to go. Um, I wonder if it's just going to be like a resolution thing or like what. Um, but uh, so when I was reacting to that live, I had a bit of time afterwards, and so I went back a little bit and started uh, looking at some of the other announcements that happened previously in the in the in the day. Um, notably there was a Dying Light 2 stream which I had a look at which looks pretty cool um, but also there was a Sonic stream um, where they announced a bunch of new projects um, for Sonic including uh, the un- the unnamed Sonic Rangers game which is actually what it's called um, as well as Sonic Colors Ultimate is that what it was? Something like that yeah um, remaster of Sonic Colors yeah um, and they, they look they look pretty good um, apparently Sonic like Rangers colors? is quite bad according to some leaks pardon? Did people like colors? I think so. Yeah, it was just stuck on Wii U, so it didn't really sell. Mm. It so was, was a Wii U game. I think so. I think it was Wii U and 3DS. Yeah, I think so. You're as kidding. Well. Um, uh, it, DS and Wii. Oh, and huh. Wii. Oh. Yeah, oh. DS and Wii. Um, that's anyway. Cool. They look. They look pretty cool. Um. They announced two crossovers for the Sonic game. <laughs> they they announced two crew two crossover games that Sonic will be in that is not Sonic games. The first one that I'm going to talk about is Two Point Hospital, where you just it's just a hospital game and there are nurses and doctors and 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 <laughs> but they're just Sonic and Knuckles and Tails and like <laughs> Amy and it's like. It's just like mind boggling that they, that like you're going to be managing. I mean, so I, I, I've since found out that Two Point Hospital is not a very serious hospital game. Um, fuck, I wish it was. Because um, I want, I want Sonic to heal with, deal with legitimate, like, you know, medical like really disasters. Intense medical situations. <laughs> yes. Like, that would just be the funniest thing. Um, and you can, like, decorate rooms with Sonic merch and arcade machines and rugs and couches and and i just like i'm imagining someone coming out of like a five-year coma and just to be in a room (laughs) surrounded by sonic 
items. It just seems so terrible. The other one that was announced was, so in the past, there have been games like Sonic, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Um, this is back when they weren't making Olympics games. They were just doing those crossover games. Um, they have since also made games that are the Olympics and you do Olympic events, track running, like, you know, sh ski shooting and other like sports that are in the Olympics as well. Speaking of mini games. Mm. Speaking of mini games. Um, they have added Sonic into the Olympics game. And by what I mean by Sonic <laughs> added to the Olympics game, it is a man in a Sonic suit running in the Olympics and competing in the Olympics. I'm talking like fur, like stitching as a Sonic suit, like as if he's a mascot at a theme park. And there's a, like, I'll show you the video later, June, but like when I was watching this in the wee hours of the morning, I felt like I was having a fever dream. Um, and I started laughing hysterically and I couldn't stop laughing at the thought of a man dressed up as Sonic doing like 100 meter sprints yeah. so and shock put and can javelin. I, to get this straight, it's not Sonic at the Tokyo Olympic Games. It's Sonic no, that is a the Tokyo real life Olympics person. Games. But Sonic is there. But it's a man in a yes. Sonic suit. It's a man well, in a Sonic outfit. And the thing is, they already made Mario and Sonic at the Tokyo Olympic Games. That game they already exists. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yep. That came out on Switch in 2019. God. Yep. Um, and it's like, like my mind just ran when I saw this. It just disappeared from my mind. And when it came back, the only idea that it had in me was that this Sonic character was like, like in my mind, he was like all powerful. Um, and like almighty <laughs> and that he was making everybody compete with him in this Sonic game uh, sorry in this Olympic games but of course everyone has to lose to Sonic because he's all powerful and no one wants to address the fact that there's a Sonic um, competing in this Olympic games and like I'm, I'm I was like losing it I was properly losing it I recommend everybody go and look at the trailer because it is mind-boggling um, it is just a Man, Sega, you just fucking do whatever with that property, huh? <laughs> um, yeah, it was very funny. Jeremy's reaction was quite good as well. Um, it's oh, on his Twitter. It was wild. Yeah, that's that's basically it. Um, do you want to... So, sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say that I'm excited to see what we're going to talk about it next time we do New Habcast, depending on what's happened in E3 or what hasn't happened in E3. Yeah, for sure. So next I mean, week we might be talking about what the new Nintendo Switch is. Yeah, I was going to say there's been so much ramping up and ramping down of Switch Pro rumors. Or sorry, uh, uh, the the listed name we saw was new Nintendo Switch Pro, not Nintendo nope, Switch nope. Pro or new Nintendo new Nintendo Switch Pro. I hate that. Which is a bit uh, disappointing. <laughs> June, would you enjoy the name like I do and like Harry does, the Super Nintendo Switch? Yes. Yeah, of course. Right, right? What a it's, great name. It's such a slam dunk. Use. No. Um, but yeah, no, that was that was like, oh, we're going to hear something in 24 hours or maybe 48 hours and then nothing happened. So yeah, we'll see what happens with that. The idea is Nintendo will probably announce it so that their partners and, uh, and other publishers can talk about the games they've been making for the new Nintendo Switch Pro. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, the other details we heard was also that uh, 
it's meant to replace the current switch. Yeah. That's uh, I, I have no idea. So it'll be, I think they were saying more expensive, maybe slightly more expensive or just more expensive and phase out the current Switch model. Um, so there'll be the Switch Lite, there'll be the new Nintendo Switch Pro, uh, and in the middle there'll be a weird time where the, just the standard Switch will be around as well. But uh, mm. yeah, well, still don't know enough about what the internals are or what its capacity is, just no idea. Well, we know about some of it. OLED screen, DLSS, like bezel-less. We'll That's the kind of thing where it's like, it's, it's those same people who also said we'd be seeing in 24 hours, you know? So I'm just, I'm just gonna, we'll wait, we'll wait and see. Um, in terms of uh, Horizon, something that was uh, conspicuously absent was a release date. Mm-hmm. So for In, a game, very intentionally. Yeah. So for a game that has been previously outlined to be t- second half 2021, they said, uh, we're not ready to announce the date yet, but uh, stay tuned to our socials. We'll have more to announce very soon. So they're going to talk about it soon. Um, my you know question, why, right, Gary? So there's a cover that I did hear a theory about this, which is that the Switch Pro is going to be revealed alongside Breath of the Wild 2. Which, if Horizon gets released around the same time as it again, will fuck it again when the <laughs> when the sequel to the game that fucked it the yep. first time. Because yep. I was listening to this the other day, Breath of the Wild came out four days after Horizon came out in yeah. twenty seventeen. Um, no games had a chance. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully Horizon gets a bit of distance from Breath of the Wild. Yep. Uh, do you think? I don't know either of you, if, um, but do you think we see it this year or do you think we see it next year, irrespective of if there is Breath of the Wild 2 coming out? Don't know. June? Don't know. It, 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 it's hard. I think um, I think we do see it this year. I think it'll be very, very late um, if we do see it this year because, like, the word is... They want to get the Switch Pro out by October, November, um, which makes sense because then they can gear into Christmas and the holiday period and all that stuff. Um, I I do think that Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be a new Switch exclusive. Um, I don't know if we see it this year. Um, I I don't know. I, I, I don't know how much Sony knows about nintendo's inner workings i know that oftentimes these companies talk to each other but like i don't know how often nintendo does their their talking in their deals because they're pretty unique mm-hmm. um so i reckon that they might just be playing it ultra safe because they're not sure that the game is not going to come out this year i don't think breath of the wild 2 comes out this year because we have seen nothing um yeah. i think that that new switch pro is going to come out and we're going to see breath of the wild 2 but we're not going to see it coming out this year and then i think horizon will safely claim the like December slot of the latest yeah yeah like like end of year this year quarter four um and then breath of the wild 2 will come out next year um nintendo don't really have a whole lot kind of really going for them like they've got like they've got the pokemon game coming out in january but we already know that and the reason they've announced that now is because they're not going to show it at e3 otherwise they would have announced it at e3 um 
I think we might get Splatoon this year because we've already seen gameplay of that. Um, and if they're showing gameplay, like re- recently, at least for the most part, most of the things that have been announced have released relatively soon after. Um, so I think I think it would be safe for me to assume Splatoon 3 is going to come out this year. That would have been a similar release window as to Smash Brothers, which was like March to December announcement yep. to release. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. So, yeah. So I, I can see that happening. Um, and I think Horizon will have its own its own little window. Um, mm. So I, I, I think I think what they're, they're just playing ultra conservative at the moment with their announcements, but like that's that's fine. Like they they they've said that game is on track to be w- released when they hoped it was going to be released, um, which makes me think that this was a decision to make sure that they weren't competing. Because um, if they're saying that while also legitimately taking back a release window from the public's announcement, mm. um, then that was a decision not because the game was not being. Uh, worked on as well because otherwise they would have actually had to say yeah we've actually had to remove this window to make sure that the game is ready when it's ready and all that stuff but them saying yeah no it, it's on track is is a definitely a like a a sales move rather than a than a technical move mm. as far as my read of it yeah it's interesting june is there a like just in case um i'm not sure when E3 is going to happen in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but is there any one particular thing you want to see from a particular developer? Like from Nintendo, is there something you'd love to see from their conference? Or like from PlayStation, is there something you'd love to see them announce? I don't think so, really. I can't... Mm, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it enough, to be honest, to be able to give you an answer. Mm. I don't think. Um, I don't know, just like reminding you reminding me of splatoon 3 is exciting but i don't do you think they'll show more splatoon stuff yeah i reckon i reckon they'll show it off they'll give a release date for end of like close to the end of the year this year mm. um if they're showing pokemon arceus and it's coming out in january then like a splatoon is ready um even if even if project arceus is not ready <laughs> Yeah, I think I think for me, and and I kind of hate myself for saying this, and no one's gonna no one's gonna like this, but the the one thing I would love to see above it, above all else is like either N sixty four classic on Nintendo Switch Online or uh the. <laughs> the Wii U Zelda remasters on Switch. <laughs> I would love it if either of those things happened. I would love it. I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, oh, Breath of the Wild, uh, if it's only on the Pro, then, like, that's a whole thing, because that's, like, then it becomes, like, a $600 game, and that's, like, ugh. And so <laughs> that's the one that would just get so you'd me... you rather an $80 emulator. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Jeremy gets it. Disgusting. Feral. <laughs> I would love that. Love, 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 love that. That's it. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, thanks, everyone, for, for coming by, listening and hanging out with us again. Um, this is the Minimapcast, the currently weekly, revised to be weekly uh, uh, podcast that you just listened to. Uh, like I said before at the start of the episode, there's plenty of plenty more episodes on the website. 
there's uh and on your podcast services of choice if you want to support the show stop laughing at me if you want to support the show (laughs) (laughs) if you want to support the show uh you can give the show a positive rating uh wherever you listen to your podcasts or also where you don't listen to your podcasts if you like being particularly generous with your time and effort uh jump on over to itunes if you don't use that or jump on over to uh, uh spotify that's just a follow what's a good one like um uh, uh, podcast addicts yeah those ones stitcher pocket cast pandora all that shit yeah yeah if you're feeling generous feel free to just throw some reviews around we'd appreciate it um if you're new here thanks for hanging out uh if you're old here thanks for hanging out uh, you can follow all of us uh, on Twitter, including Minimap, as well as a general Twitter account. That's at MinimapAU. Uh, you can follow Jeremy at... At Obi-Wan-Jez. You can follow June at... Jinez, J-U-N underscore E-double-S. And you can follow me, Kerry, at KJ Palmer underscore 24. Uh, we're going to have a bit of E3 content coming your way. We don't quite know exactly what it's going to be. Maybe it's just going to be some reactions... Uh, Jeremy and I might were thinking, you know, after watching Jeremy's uh, reaction to the Horizon and then the uh, Dying Light and Sonic stuff, we thought it might be a cool idea to do like a, if there's been lots of announcements overnight, to do like a wrap up stuff that was announced overnight sort of reaction. Because that, that was pretty well, and it was condensed too, because you could just give a genuine reaction as you work up to it, but also just be like bam, 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 bam for the smaller productions and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, pay attention to the Minimap channel. Uh, any announcements will be there. Um, and also, I haven't mentioned this yet, we have a Patreon. Uh, minimap.com slash... Uh, no, patreon.com slash minimapau. Uh, if you want to support us monetarily, you can do that over there, and we would really appreciate it. Uh, that's about it. Thanks so much, everyone, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>